Hello and welcome to the Love Lisa podcast, where we talk about all things spiritual and self-help. Hello and welcome to this week's episode all about empaths and empathy. Kind of discussing, I guess, the differences between that and I'm sure this is going to take us to to all different places. This is such an exciting topic. Well, yeah, you hear about it lots, right? I'm empathic. Yeah, it's trendy. I'm, yeah, yeah. Totally. I'm an empath. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay, well, I guess we'll just start with like kind of just the definition of what empathy is and what an actual true like empath is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what have you got? So I got um, for an empath is someone that is born with the ability to feel and understand what other people are feeling and experiencing it, but they experience it like as their own. Mm-hmm. So they experience it in, in their physical body as if it's their own emotion. Right. Yeah. 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 There's lots of that. Definitely. And and sometimes a lot for a lot of us, it's completely out of our awareness. So mm-hmm. we run with it. Like we don't realize that we've taken on somebody else's um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so when i looked up just to see what the definition is because we've got this kind of feeling around what an empath is Mm -hmm. but then the definition that i got from the dictionary is a person with a paranormal ability to apprehend the mental and emotional state of another individual Ooh, apprehend that's such an interesting word i know right so when i take yeah what is it or like Yeah. yeah yeah so um when I first read it, of course, I had this like little trigger inside me going, apprehend? I don't do that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, wait, I do, right? Yeah. Because I take, when, when, you're, when you're working through your ability to be, be an empath, because I believe everybody on the planet has the, um, has the ability, they just, there will be different stages of it. Yeah, or different, I, I think different strengths, too, or yeah. different sensitivities. Maybe yeah. some people are. It's like a scale. Yeah, very you're a little much. bit empathic, or you're a lot empathic. Like, yeah, or it's totally shut down yes, for some reason. Yes. Um, but when I read it, I was like, that's very true. The lower aspect of being an empath is you are taking on someone else's mm. stuff. You are apprehending it from them. And yes. <laughs> yes, unconsciously. Unconsciously, most of yeah, because yeah. we're, we're just doing what we've been like taught how to do, do when yeah. we were kids, right? Totally. Figuring out what how to navigate our reality Mm -hmm. so when I read that definition I was like oh that makes a lot of sense yeah so it is it's feeling you can you can feel that emotional and mental state people are in physically and then you get to apprehend it and run with it if you want (laughs) yeah yeah that's true if you're not aware of it I also got like it's it's um you know like some some signs I guess that you know that you're Um, An empath is like, you know, you've been around somebody that's maybe going through something and then afterwards you still have a feeling of deep sadness and loss, grief as if it's your loss. So say somebody lost like their pet, you will carry that with you and feel like this deep sadness and loss, not just uh, feeling sorry for them and like being able to put yourself in their shoes. It's like you feel as if it was 100% your loss as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also possible to be an empath and feel like physical symptoms of somebody else's body. So you've been around somebody and all of a sudden your hips hurting. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're like, well, whoo, what did I do to my hip? But really you were just picking up theirs. 
Um, the other thing that I found really interesting, and I always felt this my whole life, is just feeling like you're actually able to read other people's minds as well. Like behind what they're saying, you almost feel like you can feel something else. Like you can feel discord when somebody's lying. You could feel right that project that projection of pers or persona that they're displaying to the world. Yeah, there's a different feeling going on behind the scenes as mm -hmm. to what what's really going on. Yeah. Yeah, and like you've always been able to, to discern that or at least just kind of know there's some sort of discord in mm -hmm. it. Apparently that's like a super strength of, of empaths as well. As I think it leads into psychic, obviously, mm -hmm. like yeah. somewhat. But um, yeah, being able to like, even if they're not saying it, you you understand what they're saying mm -hmm. in some way too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, how often have we sat and talked and... Like you understand what I'm trying to say, <laughs> yeah, even though the words don't. Yeah, because I can sense. feel it, or I can yeah. at least even like sometimes see what you're trying to see, and yeah. then I can like, oh, okay, I see what she's trying to, yeah, trying to say. Um, and another thing I just found really cool is empaths are often sensitive to noise and light, which I didn't know. I mean, mm. like, I just that I'm is, so sensitive to yeah. light and noise. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just thought that was. Just I cool. am as well, so that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay, so how does that compare to empathy? Well, empathy is more that energetic connection to it, right? Mm. Uh, at least that's my understanding of it, is yeah. more of an energetic connection. So the empath is the, the physical being mm. and how you're processing it, but empathy is that energetic connection between you and the other mm. that you are able to, um, I don't know, hold space for it. Yeah, yeah. With it. Totally, and you had said something interesting too right before we started. So what was what? Was well, I was just saying that, like, okay, say we're going to take that same example I used before of a friend's dog dying. Um, an empath feels that loss along with the person. The person mm -hmm. is talking about losing their dog, and you fully experience the sadness and loss of that. Empathy is more that you have compassion for that friend, and you're able to put yourself in their shoes and go, wow, that must be really hard. I can imagine how the hard that would be. And you can kind of sit in that like uh, for a second and kind of go, wow, that you feel more sad for the friend, not so much feeling the physical pain of what your friend is going through. Mm. Um, and oftentimes with empathy is you're able to move on. Mm -hmm. Like you might think about your friend and go, oh yeah, yeah, they're going through a really hard time. Like that must be so hard. You can understand it but only to the extent if you're not actually feeling it you just understand it um that's empathy um from what i've understood yeah right, yeah <laughs> and i guess going from there too there can be that higher and lower aspect right so if the empath is the person that's feeling the emotion or the experiencing the the ways and thoughts that another person is having the empathy um can can go the higher emotion is like what you're sharing where you can feel compassion for that person what they're going through but not take it on mm -hmm. and the lower aspect of it is where you take it on and run with it because yes it's uh, it's now part of who you you like absorb you it. absorbed yeah. it right? yeah 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 definitely. because that's still a form of empathy because you are activating that um energetic connection yes in both in both instances, but one you're able to keep yourself removed from it mm -hmm. and not take it on, and the other one, like so. Let's use this example. We walk into a 
yeah. into a party, right? Yeah. And you sense the feeling in the room, and then you can also sense that there's one person over there that you kind of, without knowing, are gravitated towards because that person yeah. um, needs something that you have to offer, but then you get stuck in this. I keep thinking of it like like a dysfunctional relationship where totally. you've got those people that want to save the other. Of course. And then you've got the other that wants to be the saved. wounded empath. Yeah. 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 Which a lot of, like, a lot of, I think sometimes I wonder too if a lot of, you know, if we're naturally born with this ability to do this. Like, if we possess this and it's on this sliding scale, what if, like, early childhood trauma, like, accelerates that or like makes it like more um your empathy more intense because now how mom's feeling I need to be a hundred percent worried about that in order for my safety so you learn this this empathy and not necessarily a good way you just as soon as you see mom you connect into her energy to see how she is because if she's good I'm good do you see where I'm going yeah, like totally. what if what if we learn empathy uh like it's not always um it was triggered by yeah. that. Yeah, so it all boils down to your sense of safety. Yes. Your trust that was in your environment. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So on a lower end scale, as you, as you grow and mature and become an adult, if you haven't tapped into the reason for that particular mm. instance, if you were, had an unsafe childhood mm-hmm. um, where you felt neglected or any of that kind of stuff, that flash forward to you're going on a date or you're yes. going to this party, you immediately are drawn to that person that's going to emit that other yeah. part of the energy. Yeah. Cause you're just, attra- you've been yeah. naturally attracted to that your, your whole life or, um, needing to, to, that's like a lot of empaths will find themselves in, in needing to fix people or yeah. needing to like that martyr, yes. like, look at me, I can, I can do this. Yeah, yeah, or even just, like, I think, like, too, because, like, just going back to that example with a kid and its mom, like, you know, um, if mom was unhappy, I was unhappy, so an energetic boundary got blurred and crossed, and all of a sudden, mom's energetic mood is my energetic mood, and I need to make sure that, like, both of us, so sometimes empaths find themselves in situations with partners that are you know like that because that's they just learned that relationship that's all they're comfortable with even though it's very uncomfortable even though yeah in the situation but it's it's a known quantity yeah this is how i behave in the world yeah this is who i am to other people as well like that savior saviorness of it as well like you were saying yeah well i've always been here for people so yeah um that's just my job sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely carried that burden oh, for so many years. Me too. Yes. Me too. I can handle it. Yeah. Give mm-hmm. it to me. I yes. can handle it. Yes. I can make everybody feel safe again mm-hmm. because the parents couldn't at that moment. Yes. Yeah. And taking that on as like a responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I thought was interesting is like, uh, it's so hard sometimes for people to distinguish between am I an empath or is what you're experiencing bringing up unhealed grief from me? And I'm actually am experiencing my own emotion right now, but I'm thinking it's you. Like, it's it's hard to de- <laughs> decipher. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. But then you always, when you're going through this work, because yeah. it is work, when I'm assuming people who are listening to our podcast are trying to help themselves. Yeah. 
So when you're going through this work, everything really is about you. So if it is bringing up a feeling inside you, yeah. it's what is this feeling here to teach me? What is this totally. situation here to teach me about me? What am I here to learn? And then we get that um, inner guidance. Mm -hmm. And then we can start to distinguish between what's ours and what's not ours. Yeah. Because I noticed for, like, I mean, I ran with everything all the time. <laughs> and yeah. once I started to put some boundaries in place, I started to work on myself a little bit more. I started to feel good. And then I started to notice when I wasn't feeling good. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, I just would, I would just not feel good. And all it was the time. all my responsibility. Yeah. So once you start to do that, you start to know how your body is reacting, how you're feeling around certain people, then you start to understand how you're. Yes. Yeah, completely. I, um, I went to, I, I was like you a lot. Like I just ran with every emotion and I never knew the difference between mine or somebody else's because it was all blurred. I had no idea what was me and what was other people. I had no autonomy in most situations. Um, and recently I went to a funeral in which like, um, it was a year after the person had passed. So a lot of the grieving and all that had, and they weren't really close to me, but it was, you know, very close to my partner. And we went to a funeral and, um, I felt like I, I was just in a good place. I knew that I could just be there just to be love. And I felt that in my heart. And there was a few times where somebody would like walk over or be close to me and I'd get this crippling, like shaking in my chest or just this intense grief. But because of the work that I've done and, and recognizing that, I've, that like you start to be able to know that's not actually me. Um, that's them. Mm -hmm. So you do get to a point where you can distinct. I never would have been able to figure it out before at all. I would have thought um, that was completely mine. I would have identified with it. Mm -hmm. And you would have, you would have ran with it. You totally. would have had like days, weeks, days and weeks <clears throat> and or months, <throat> months of like depression mm -hmm. and sadness and all of that. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. But you get to a point where you can immediately know, okay, that's theirs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you were fine mm -hmm. a second ago. <laughs> yeah, when, and on the opposite spectrum too, right? When you when you're in the room with people who have actually done the work mm, and are true. are working from a really higher aspect of themselves, when you go into them, you feel safe. Yeah, you feel comfortable. Very you feel true. like you don't have to perform. Yeah, because they're just being them, and they're holding everybody else at at a higher level. Yes. by being them. Yes. So you can drop down True. or you can be lifted up. Yeah. 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 And it's really about the work that you've done. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Because that's the only way you're going to recognize it. Yeah. Well, and even, even going back to, to how empaths are like formed, mm -hmm. like, because I just think it's really cool to think about like, yes, we're born with a certain innate ability and a certain sensitivity um, to energies, to people. I think everybody's sensitivity is different. Very. Just right when they're born, mm -hmm. completely. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can get into the physical aspect. Yeah, because yeah, anyway. yeah. Um, and then say somebody grew up in a really unsafe environment, very traumatic childhood, they would have spent so much of their life putting other people's needs first. I need to make sure that, like we've kind of touched on, I need to make sure that you're okay so that I can be okay in my body. Um, and so a lot of empaths, because that is the way they've learned to be empathic. Like that's the um, standard that was sort of set. 
Uh, it can be very uh, draining and uncomfortable to be out in situations until you learn how to like protect yourself and clear yourself and aware of yourself. Um, you can find it really draining to be around anybody <laughs> at all, or even especially like big crowds and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and, and sometimes, not always, because it is hard for some empaths, even still, even though they know their shit and they know their light, they know everything. Um, asking yourself, okay, am I putting, is the reason that I'm uncomfortable around this person is because I'm making them, their mood more important or how they're feeling more important than how I'm feeling. Like, am I, yeah. What's, you know what I'm trying I, to say? I know exactly what you yeah. mean. Yeah. So what's your intention behind whatever your action you're doing? So yeah. when you're conversing with a person or in a room with somebody and you feel them, is your intention to go over there and rescue them? Mm -hmm. um, and that's getting clear on who you are. True. Or is your intention just to understand and hold space and mm -hmm. feel their em be em be empathetic for what yeah. they're going through, but not taking it on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, I think for some of us too, like, especially like people with like highly empathic people, this has been something that you've carried for lifetimes. This isn't just, and, yeah. it, and it can take you lifetimes to figure out that you're even empathic. Like it's, <laughs> well, it's part of your, your body energy makeup. So yeah. it's, it's a process of evolution. Mm -hmm. And you probably spent lifetimes doing it in a certain fashion. Yeah. So, it's okay if it's hard to come out of a certain way that you've been conditioned because it could just not be just this lifetime. Mm -hmm. And new new experiences always feel uncomfortable at first, right? True. And retraining our brain, how we interpret them. Mm -hmm. Like you were talking about with the traumatic childhood where um, I'm not safe if you're not safe first. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> if I, I have to make sure you're safe before I can feel safe. Yeah. Um, that intention behind connecting with another person is always there until you can retrain your brain and your energy field to not pick it up that way anymore true yeah so it is really like I never thought about that way like I've just retrained the way that I pick up other people's energy mm -hmm. as well is that what you're that yeah because, getting at? or that relationship with that them. relationship yeah, yeah and, and knowing boundaries like true being more comfortable in your own skin because mm -hmm. before you weren't comfortable we aren't comfortable until someone else is comfortable yeah. first, right? That's now yeah. I get to be comfortable first. I'm safe, and then I can, yeah. and then I can relate to what you're going through and not take it on as mine. True. Okay. Yeah. So that brings up a good point too, because something that I have to think about often is how full is my container? Like, how capable am I of helping this person right now? Because even though you're an empath or you are somebody that's always been um, empathetic like you've always had that ability to be there for people um, I think part of at least my lesson has been to learn like um, I don't actually always have to be there for people I don't like it's yeah. so freeing to realize it's not my responsibility it's not your responsibility no but then also just um, as somebody comes to you asking yourself or having just that brief conversation with yourself do I have the room for this right now like do I even have the capacity to be there for that person or is my container full and I mean it's okay if it's full it's okay if you have enough of your own shit right now and you're going through something and you just don't have the room mm -hmm. um, but being open and honest about that um, that can be really difficult especially if somebody's always come 
Mm -hmm. and it's kind of that dynamic. Yeah, 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 because we teach we teach people how to treat us. Yeah, and if we've constantly said that, yeah, you can you can take from me until I'm completely depleted. Yeah. because I can help. Yeah, nobody else can help because I can help. Yeah. Um, they they expect it, mm -hmm. so it starts this whole cycle of. Um, that person taking so much out of you or you giving so much to that person that you need to take, you need to go to another person that overgives yeah. or that can help yes. fill you back up or a substance or, 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 yeah, food, or, substance. or, yeah, or exactly. whatever, whatever your thing is that yeah. fills you back up. Yeah. So by yeah. you putting the boundaries in place, like, okay, I am not going to connect with you energetically, AKA help. Mm -hmm. um, even though you've asked me because I know that I will deplete myself more by doing it. Mm -hmm. Come and ask me later. Yeah. When, when I am able, better able to, to help you. Yeah. And and I think family and relationships is one of the hardest places to put that in. Mm. Like, totally. <laughs> like even your partner, you like you think you just need to be there all the time for them. And like I know I have it in my relationship where I will feel an immense guilt if I if I'm not there and it's sitting with that mm -hmm. because it's okay. Like, mm -hmm. it's just an emotion. Um, but just knowing that, like, your limit, like, I, I'm, like, and telling your partner, I'm really sorry that you're going through this right now, but I can't, I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be there for you the way that you need, and I'm sorry. Like, and recognizing that too, right? Like, mm. like you just said, can't be there for what you need because yes. I haven't been able to fill whatever I need first. Yeah. Um, comes back to what's that intention behind that energy exchange because yes. you know that that person needs something yeah because you can feel it you're empathetic to it mm -hmm. um yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. I know exactly what you know exactly what that person needs from you and that's when you ask yourself can yeah. I even give what that person needs right no. now and the lower aspect of that is okay let me give it to you because yeah. you need it more than me yeah or you're more important than me that's a lot of what we learn is yeah. that other people and especially families, which then predict your partnerships and even friendships, like it trickles mm -hmm. down, it's like yeah. a hierarchy. But yeah. family, if you really want to look at how, like, what you've learned, look at like how your family dynamic is. Like, <laughs> how is it like, is it, you know, family is everything and you, you always answer your family's calls, you know, yeah. like that kind of yeah. looking at that. Oh, there's so much. <laughs> Especially like just generational history, right? True. Like families stick together. Blood is thicker than water. Even though they treat you like shit, yeah, you're supposed to back them up. Yeah, even if it's toxic. Yeah, like, even if it's toxic, and those, it making you go insane. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So there, there's that um, that time when that um, structure becomes. It was nurturing in the beginning. Mm. You needed it. You needed your mom and dad to show you what it was like to be a human on the yeah. planet and to know what it was like to operate in the world. Then at a point it becomes restrictive. And yes. when it becomes restrictive, that's when you know it's time to make a change. Time to move on. Um, doesn't mean you disconnect from your family entirely. could mean no. you disconnect from your family entirely. But Whatever it is. Yeah. Like, but yeah. it's time for a change. And what um, is that change? Yeah. I was just talking to a friend recently about, um, like, even boundaries, which is exactly basically what we're talking about when it comes to being an empath, is mm -hmm. setting up those boundaries. And the thing that a lot of people don't realize about boundaries, and I even forget, is they're not just these, they don't have to be just these giant protective walls that are put in place to 
to stop mm-hmm. you. Yes, they are protective. Yes, but they're also just health, healthy. Like if you have somebody in your life that 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 takes a lot or that is always coming to you, they may not. First of all, they don't even realize they may be doing that. Mm-hmm. Second of all, um, they don't maybe even know what health feels like and what how much better the relationship could be if you were coming from a place of like uh, being able to help them or like being in like an open healthy place wanting to help them instead of you coming from a place of guilt or obligation Mm -hmm. like boundaries are for both of you they're not just for you to protect yourself to keep you in this bubble away from all the people that are trying to hurt you it's so that you can have a healthy relationship with somebody it's for them too even if they don't realize that Yes. It's for both of you. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't just carry resentment and guilt and like, like hate them secretly. Cause that's not good for them. No, that's, (laughs) that's sending like, kind of like black magic stuff out, right? When you send uh, negative thoughts towards a person. Yeah. It's not healthy and it's not who you are. It's Mm -hmm. just the relationship that's developed because you didn't have those boundaries Mm -hmm. in place. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah. Yeah. Just made me think of that as, is. Part of growing as an empath is is realizing that those boundaries aren't just for you. Yeah. Well, and you're showing people a way, mm. another way of, of living and relating in the world. True. That they've never experienced before. Yeah, they, they don't even know. Some yeah. People, yeah, especially like you do get those people, those friends, maybe family that say, forget that. You're yeah. not going to do what I want. You're out of my life. Yeah. Um, which is fine, right? Brilliant. Because <laughs> you're, you're learning to develop a healthier sense of, who you are. Um, Autonomy. So you want people in your life that have developed, that are working on their own development of a healthy sense of who they are. Totally. So that you can move together and help each other together to uplift rather than drag down. Yeah. Yeah. I completely. And it starts with learning how you pick up on others' emotions and energy yes. by being empathic. Yes. And I thought that was interesting. This book that I was reading actually split it down into different types of empath, which I wanted to ask okay. you if you actually, like, if, uh, yeah, you'll see. Okay. okay, so they say that there's an emotional empath, a physical empath, an animal empath, global empath, and earth empath. Like, those are the specific types of empath. Like, for me, I feel like I can... You can cling on to all of those. Yeah, well, it totally makes sense. I mean, you're as you as you move and evolve. I think, well, I think like the emotional and the physical might be together because there are times where I'll feel someone's emotions or I'll feel someone's physical mm-hmm. pain, and before I would have taken them on as my own. Yeah. Um, now I I understand it, but I can totally see how. You can connect with an animal and feel it's... It's just where you're channeling your right. energy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the same with, like, the, the, the globe. globe. Yeah. Or, the like, connecting Active. with the earth and feeling all of those um, Mother Earth's creatures, like, mm-hmm. connecting with a plant, connecting with a tree, connecting with a rock. Mm-hmm. That, or even just connecting, like, I know I've had deep experiences of being in a certain place and just like weeping for the land or feeling like deep sadness took place here or there was something really big like you can but again I think it's just where you focused your energy mm-hmm. like maybe there are people that have uh, flexed that more or like have worked the muscle in a way that it is stronger in in feeling animals yeah and yeah. it's yeah 
Yeah, there are definitely, like, you hear, like, there's dog whisperers. Yeah, there's dog whisperers. There's cat yeah. whisperers. Those are people that are, like, empathically connected to the, the, the like, cats, since we've got a yeah. cat here. The cat's <laughs> collective species and how they react. Mm-hmm. And then the individual cats. True. Yeah. each cat has a personality, too. <laughs> totally. And, like, yeah, you just feel, feel them. Yeah. Or understand them on a deep, even though you don't talk but I just thought it was cool that it, it broke it down but then I was like okay but like I can definitely do do all those like yeah. you, I feel like so many empaths can well not do them but you know what I mean like you naturally are able to have that experience yes yeah if you tuned into it yeah uh, maybe you've never tuned into the earth before maybe you've never tried to tune into global energy mm-hmm. uh, but I think we're all capable of yeah, and it, it brings out other clairs as well when we talk about mm. our psychic senses because empath is a type of psychic sense. Yes. Um, I'm not, I think probably clairsentient, I think is the clear feeling one. Yes. Um, anyway, getting into that. But the more you develop one, it's like a byproduct. The other ones start to generate as well. So, so your yes. intuition okay. starts to pick up. I see you what you start mean. to, um, because... You can work on one, mm-hmm. but then there's that that um, domino effect, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yeah. Like, you have one that's maybe was always the strongest. Like, I've always yeah. been an emotional empath, mm-hmm. say. Like, I've always been able to feel other people's. And then also a little bit of physical. It's mm-hmm. like clairsentience. I've always been that. And then I can also clairaudient. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, yeah, you start to hear yeah. a little bit. Then you start see. to see, like, yeah. behind your intuition. So. When you cool. work, when you start to work on yourself too, they all start to activate because definitely your guides or your higher self is going. Finally, she's getting it. Okay, <laughs> we can open up. We'll this. feed her some more to work on. Or you healed this block for this yeah. part. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like um, everything is uh, a distortion in our energy field until we recognize it and move on. Totally. It's like that person who's always operating within a um, very narrow frame of thinking. Mm-hmm. They haven't expanded their horizons. It's so black when, and white. When you, mm-hmm. when you open up to a new way of thinking about a certain aspect of you, which is empathy, um, working on how you are receiving me- messages through an empathic method, mm-hmm. you start to open up. And receive messages in different ways mm-hmm. because you're starting to shed some of the limitations that were holding you from completely the distortions. Yeah, because yeah. I know for so much of my life, like I, I was telling you before we started recording, is um, I never really understood what this was. I just sensitive. Mm-hmm. I'm sensitive. Oh, you're too sensitive, <laughs> yeah. Lisa. I'm How de- come you're too sensitive. Yeah, you like that a lot. You do, too, right? You do, and so then um, you feel bad about it. I guess my mom like really helped me with that because she's naturally also possesses this and and has this ability and she knew this about herself at least and was able to help me understand that that's what it was she just doesn't know the whole term of it but um sensitivity um never you know was necessarily a bad thing in, in in my relationship with her but just interesting that as a as a child I remember like I have specific memories um and I have this one and I might have been like five years old or somebody and I know um I was at daycare and an older kid fell and they like skinned both their knees and like busted up their lip and they were just or he was nosebleed there was just um they hurt themselves so badly and I remember them screaming and crying for their mommy and 
I was just standing there scream crying with them and experiencing everything that they were going through as if, if as if it yeah. was my own. Like it was so, I carry this as like a memory of like almost trauma of how dramatically I felt what they were going through. And I had this through all of my like childhood, adolescence, when I didn't understand. And I remember so many times people would get hurt around me and I'd be crying and people, like the adults would come over and be like, are, are you okay? Like, did you hurt yourself? I just feel like I just was feeling whatever that person was feeling and I didn't understand. I always termed it as, as sensitivity, which it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never understand that I was fully experiencing. Immersed in their yes. emotions. I didn't their, know that I was doing that. Yeah. I had no idea. And it was oh, yeah. painful to do that. Like it definitely Ooh. wasn't enjoyable yeah. to go through something that you weren't even going through. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't even yours. You didn't mm-hmm. get injured. Um, another incident, my, I remember we were riding on bikes, and my, my nephew got stung by two bees, and he was screaming, and then I started screaming, and I was crying. And I remember everybody, all the adults being like, did you did you get stung? I'm like, no. Like, I did. <laughs> but I would just, yeah, connect immediately in with what that was happening. It was very confusing as a child. And, and luckily, I had a mother who understood sensitivity. Mm-hmm. She didn't know what quite it was, but at least was able to like, cause I would ask her like, why am I crying? Mm-hmm. And she would, You're just sensitive. Like yeah. it's, uh. um, so yeah, at least having that awareness helped me a little to accept it. Yes. Was it a burden? Mm-hmm. Well, it can at least, be. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, like, that's where you change instead of looking at it like it was a burden. And of course a five-year-old kid doesn't understand this yet, but as we get older, we figure <laughs> yeah. it out. But like what is this here to teach me yes. about me? Yeah. And what is this here? What is this showing up to help me understand? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can totally see like you sharing the first bit with uh, being the person to take on the like making sure mom and dad are safe first, mm-hmm. so that I can feel safe. And you immediately, when someone felt unsafe, someone's hurt, they're unsafe. Yeah. You just like reach in. That's, true. That's why I would grab on. Help it. take some of that energy so that they would feel safe. Yeah. And that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. It's just the kind of the way I was automatically wired. Yeah, and, and I, I didn't even realize. I, I would say that m- most of I us, was going to yeah. percent at ninety nine percent. I bet you that's how most yeah. of us are wired when yeah. we start life. Because I mean, most of what we're talking about, even though it's it, there's like a lot of old um, wisdom in this, it's still not been taught to our parents so they didn't know how to show us how to do it or their parents sure they didn't know how to do it to them yeah it was they it's like you're you're very sensitive stop being so sensitive it's not your problem why can't you realize that yeah yeah. so we learn these um dysfunctional behaviors on how to Mm -hmm. actually be empathic yeah or at least healthily empathic not the wounded the wounded empath um yeah so so interesting I know um like a lot of people I hear this a lot online at least um is just like I know when I found out that there was a term for this um I wanted to identify with it as well like I totally was like oh I'm an empath like oh it all makes sense I'm empathic it's not my fault I'm empath like oh yeah pushing that back outside yourself again my yes. fault. It's your it's, fault. Yes, I'm 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 empathic. Stop like, making me feel empathic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or even just like it was a label that I could identify with as like um almost an excuse or like almost as like um 
well, I can't help that I'm so sensitive. I'm an empath. Like, mm-hmm. I find a lot of people use it as, like, um, yeah. Do you know but what I'm trying an, to say? Yeah, like, as, an, as an excuse not to uh, address the inner feelings yes. that you get, right? Yeah. Um, the other thing, what was the other? I had a flash of something <laughs> else, too, when you were talking. Anyway, it'll come it, back. It'll but, come back. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just, I know that I, I see that a lot online of, um, it's still misunderstood. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's that burden. Oh, I'm the yes. empath. Yeah. Oh, I've taken on all your burden. Feel sorry for me. Yeah. Or you need to help me more because I've just like totally taken on yeah. whatever you've like thrown at me. And then that's that intent behind it. So you're looking for seeking that outside ju- or outside validation mm-hmm. for who you are and how you can be in the world in order to make yourself feel better again. Totally. So you're still perpetuating the lower aspect of empathy instead yes. of moving it to the higher. Well, and constantly being a savior and then saving people all the time and then uh, being a victim for having to save. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, I know, it's so contradictory yeah. and like, self-induced right and it's not to judge yourself for it it's it's always meant to what am I here to learn oh okay I don't it's not my responsibility to save everybody whoa (laughs) maybe I need to save myself first and then I can save other people or turn that empathy into myself instead of constantly bleeding it outwards yeah yeah yeah, it's 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 so interesting when you really and it just makes you look back too, like on my life and just shed so much light on like certain, certain parts of it. Um, and it's not to say like where I went wrong because none of it was wrong. Like mm-hmm. I've had to learn this. Yeah. This yeah. was part of my destiny to learn this. Yeah. When you think about like you came in as a soul for mm-hmm. a certain experiences, you decided you needed to be manufactured in the family that you were born into. Mm-hmm. Um, you decided you needed this car to drive. Yeah. As a soul light, you're driving this car. This car comes with certain bells and whistles. And um, if you steer the car in the wrong direction and you hit ditches all the time, yeah. it's going to break down. Yeah. Um, could be a bumpy ride. It could be a bumpy ride, right? <laughs> yeah. But you've got certain bells and whistles in you that will make the bo- make your your car work really great in the world. Totally. And, and help you just others. Have to learn you that. just have to learn it, right? And heal that parts of you. I think that's the hardest thing um, to to come to terms with when you go on, like, your healing journey is just, like, whoa, I chose all this. I know, right? Like, like, what? Am I, like, that's... Did I really want a hard level? Like, <laughs> why is the volume up so high? Like, <laughs> right. what the and hell I, was I thinking? I do feel like our times that we're in now, too, especially, like, you are, she's younger than me, um, <laughs> You are making these changes sooner in your yeah. life, but it's because we've got this big, massive pressure cooker of energies mm. for the last 10 years and really the last two totally. that are, we can't become diamonds without pressure Yeah, right now, but maybe in the future we can become diamonds without well, all that we, pressure. Yeah, because we've healed ourselves. Yeah. So now I'm going to create a child that doesn't need to heal. Yeah. Like it, once we're... I also think, too, that the souls that are coming in now and going through this pressure cooker are older souls. Mm-hmm. Like, they were, you yeah. know, they've been doing this. And so it was like, okay, hard level, can't handle it. Yeah. It's going to be hard. Yeah. It's going to be painful. But we're also going to give Lisa these skills, this body, this avatar. We're going to give her 
um, you know, all these uh, gifts yeah. or whatever so that she, whatever happens, she can get through that. Yeah. Like it's. And you have the free will to decide if you want to go that path. True. Like you totally could have said, no, I'm just going to keep stay. following what I was doing. Yeah. And staying in that comfortable. Un- Which is where, yes. Yeah. Um, you could continue down that. Lots of people do. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're because we're all valuable. Every person on the planet, there is something yeah. valuable about they're what they're helping in some way. We are all a cog that is important for the function of the energy of the earth. Um, so, but you have free will to choose whether you want to follow the lower nature of whatever you're being yeah. shown or the higher nature. Completely. Yeah. I don't even know how. That, I know. How like that? How, like how you just how we even chose to like wake up or like not wake up but just want to heal like how like it's you watch people that don't want to heal and I I always find that like I was like what like what is it that we like that some people possess that others don't like maybe they're just not meant to wake up I guess or Or not yet like we it's all we all will in in some point in the future right Mm -hmm. um but there's this evolution so there are way showers so there are those True. that have kind of gone through a lot of the stuff to show you and I because we didn't make this up out of the blue we did True. We, we've kind <laughs> of learned this we've learned yeah. this. we've read books we've experienced we've yes. talked to people so that we are able to help others I find see. that path so then there are still others that are coming in and there'll be a lot of new souls as well um, we only got 7.8 billion people on the planet, so there's a few <laughs> people here. Um, there, there are new souls too that are just starting out that yeah. don't understand. Yeah, and they're they're going to live a few lives where, if they're empathic, they're starting to feel the beginning twinges of what being an empath and being empathic towards other humans is like. Mm-hmm. So they're still farther. They're like. It's like climbing a mountain, but you're going up like a nice gentle path, I guess. Yeah. But it's a circular or a winding path because it's not steep up. There'll be steep parts. But then there's someone down at the base of the mountain and you're halfway up. And that person at the base of the mountain still has to start to make the climb. Yeah. And you're kind of wearing some of the path for them to show I see. them the way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or did I kind of just go way? Well, off? no, I let, I, wherever it went, it was meant to be. But like, yeah, it's just, uh, it just, yeah, it's just interesting how we're all on, on, on a different journey. And like you said, even before is those people that um, aren't changing. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that they're even meant to change in this lifetime. They could be in them not changing, they're the catalyst for somebody to change. So mm-hmm, like you said, true, we're all yeah. a cog in a wheel. Because yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, well, why can't everybody change? Yeah. Like sometimes I get into that. Of yeah. Like I healed. Why can't yeah. Why can't you heal? Like, And that's totally more of like an ego uh, point of view. But it's just that maybe that person's not meant to change because they were just there to make you change. Like to give you that opportunity yes. to recognize. Or to realize what it looks like to not change. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. yeah. To show you how far you've. You've shifted your perspective, how you've expanded, how you see things from a different point of view Mm -hmm. than you did 10 years ago, five years ago, even two years ago, right? (laughs) Yeah, three months ago. Like, oh man, it's so fast. So yeah, everybody has a place. Um, Everybody. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, yeah. one quick thing too about that, like um, our physical vessels as well, like 
there is when you're created as a physical fetus there's energy frequencies that the mother and the father bring mm. so sometimes that is not conducive to a person being able to experience empathy on a higher level yeah yeah because it takes three like it takes you your, you and your mom your soul your, frequency your, yeah, yeah plus the the seed of the dad and the egg of the mom yeah and what they're going through as well yeah and so, the whole time you're incubating and yeah, all that. So there's like this, all these connections that mm -hmm. um, make up a person who's empathic and True. what range they're on. It doesn't mean that anybody who's born into like a dysfunctional family or some who's got all these um, like withdrawals from a parent who drank or things mm -hmm. like that. It takes an you get to choose what you want to do. You, you can always change everything. Everything. But there's this evolution, I guess. I yeah. think what I'm trying to get at is there's an evolution of everything. Totally. It's not just set in stone and that's it. It's like there's... Oh, God. <laughs> there's a lot... Um, there's a lot that goes into mm -hmm. to the makeup of who you are. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. On yeah. a cellular frequency-based level. Yeah. Um, one question I want to ask before we, we close this up is, do you think that it's possible, <laughs> do you think it's possible to be able to stop being an empath or, like, turn off being an empath? Like, just completely get rid of it? I suppose you, I suppose any, all things are possible, right? True. Because it's your intention behind it. If you don't want to feel anything, you don't want to have anything to you do with those. You can shut it off. True. You can. Yeah. Um, then it'll bubble up eventually. I don't know. Yeah, well, you will. Like, yeah. we'll get, we, we're meant to evolve, so we're always going to be encountering circumstances. If we're closing our awareness down to a certain way mm -hmm. and we're meant to expand, we're always going to get that opportunity by sometimes a slap upside the head, sometimes yeah. it's... It's a huge oh true like life altering yeah. car accident yeah or something that wakes you yeah wakes you up or kind of knocks you into a different way of looking at things near yeah. death experience I see what yeah. you're saying yeah. yeah yeah but I do I think it's possible to to to, to turn that off like mm -hmm. at least to a certain extent sure like imagine a dial in your head so mm. when you're around safe people you don't need to worry about it it can be on yeah. and you're not worried about that energy exchange and you taking on everything but when you're with people you don't know or you sense yeah. that there's something you can turn the dial down so you're not picking up everything constantly True. and it's a um it's like a rawness that you feel when you're with people that, mm -hmm. that are working from wounds constantly yes yes and I was just gonna give two little things that like I say to myself too is a lot of the times when I know that I'm going to be around unsafe people or I'm going to be uh, in an environment that's going to be highly emotional, um, I will tell myself or I'll at least repeat maybe a few times even before I even go in is just um, observe, don't absorb. That's like my favorite. Like, like just it. sit in the observer. You don't need to absorb everything. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing that in a moment of, and this has been really hard to learn, um, in a moment of somebody um, telling me something and I can feel, I feel myself getting worked up or I feel myself going down um, an emotional path with them. And 
I don't need to. Like, it's not something that I need to work through with them. Mm -hmm. um, I'll say not mine. Like, I'll just keep repeating that that's not mine. Just to remind myself that that's not mine to figure out. That's not mine to process for them. It's not It's not mine. Mm -hmm. um, and those are just two things that help me as an, as an empath when I find that I'm going, yeah. Like, I, I already, I know I'm going to go into a situation or I'm in a situation um, just repeating like that that's not that's not mine yeah um, I like you that. don't need you don't need to process everybody's no shit. you're not responsible and by taking responsibility for somebody else's stuff leaves them it it leaves it them, them without yeah. that experience so you're actually taking an experience away from them that because you know how great it was when you figured it out. Yeah. Right? True. Like how how much elevated you felt. Like how I conquered you that. You felt I strong. Figured that out. And when we take away someone else's experience, even though it might be judged as a a bad experience, we're taking away their feeling, their ability to to go through that and feel that same elation you had. Yeah. Yeah. You're taking away their their like yeah. yeah. Their ability to conquer something. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're just as strong as you are, even if they're yeah. acting like they're not. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We all have the same access to the same information, mm -hmm. the same strength. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, that feels pretty good. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Part, yeah. I it. Very expansive. <laughs> I love. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode, and we will see you again next week.